Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> no, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you Lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Ow! Pittsburgh Steelers fans, it is time once again for another edition of the Live Mike Podcast. My name is Michael Beck, your deputy editor of BehindTheSteelCurtain.com, and we're kicking it off again this week, of course, coming in hot to the NFL Draft. We are just a few days away now from uh, the next crop of rookies entering the league and finding out exactly what direction the Pittsburgh Steelers go with their first-round pick. Kind of one of the topics that have kind of been brought up a number of times, of course, uh, throughout this offseason already, is what a good draft versus what a bad draft could do for this team. I know I've summarized it as a good draft could potentially keep this team a contender for years to come, whereas a bad draft could, for once, really impact this team in a extremely negative direction. We've seen negative or poor draft classes in the past, really, from the Pittsburgh Steelers that since they still had talent and were able to survive from. But this is a little bit different. This is a year where the Steelers are in need of help at positions that they need to take the next step. They need their rookies to do a little bit more. So a bad draft class this year could truly start that rebuild that uh, Steeler fans and quite a few of us haven't really known throughout our entire fandom as Pittsburgh Steelers fans, of course, on the flip side of that too, a good draft class could keep this team a legitimate contender. That's what we're facing this year. Pretty high um, odds for either side. If if the Steelers are successful, good times keep on rolling. If the Steelers aren't successful, 
boy, oh boy, we could be in for a few long seasons to come. But we're going to look at both sides of this coin here today. And today I want to start it off with the with the negative. Because typically we like to imagine what the Steelers could do in a positive light. What uh, will happen when they nail the quarterback draft pick. When they find the next big time receiver. When they do this. It, it just, for the Steelers, so often they've been able to... Um, do well in any given draft year that you can kind of just look past some of the some of the whiffs because they've been able to make so many good decisions over the years that it's helped this team out immensely even to this day. You look at the Steelers and their best player T.J. Watt is a late first round pick. They're like you go around this roster and most of the best players are drafted aside from the Minka Fitzpatrick trade. Their best players are still drafted players to this team. So. As we go through this, what happens if the Steelers have a, what, 2016 type of draft? What happens then? Of course, their first-round pick that year already burns, and things didn't really get much better thereafter. Um, I do believe uh, Javon Hargrave was part of that draft class, but after four quick seasons, he was already off the team as a free agent. If the Steelers have a draft class like that this year, we could be in for a very, very long season, and a few long seasons. Like, I, I think all of us can kind of come to grips with the fact that the Steelers are probably going quarterback first round unless something crazy were to happen in the picks ahead of them where a number of quarterbacks went off the draft board I I really don't think anyone foresees that but even if it does like man I still think the Steelers take a quarterback somewhere I think a lot of us have have kind of come to that as well Um, with the amount of time pro day visits um, players coming in for their own visits uh, the evaluation evaluation at the combine the amount of uh, quarterback games they went to during the college season it's just the thing the Steelers have put in so much time and effort we kind of just assume that they're going to go this route but that's the biggest question of all the Steelers whiff on this quarterback pick that's really going to be the one that holds you back for a long time just really just look at the Cleveland Browns their history of failing quarterback picks year after year after year since they came back in the 90s it's really kind of been a staple of their team the amount of times they've had a Jimmy Clausen or Jimmy Clausen, I don't know if he, <laughs> the first name I bring up, I'm pretty sure it wasn't actually a Brown. Uh, I'm thinking Derek Anderson. Thank you very much. Um, Charlie Fry, heck, Baker Mayfield now, Brandon Whedon, Johnny Manziel, Deshaun Kaiser. There's just so many quarterbacks that the Cleveland Browns have drafted over the years that they've completely whiffed on. And that's the cycle the Steelers cannot afford to to put themselves in really every team cannot afford to put themselves into that spot where you have to just to spend high high draft capital year after year on the position and the rest of your team suffers because you continuously try to find that quarterback that's what Steelers got to avoid they're going to draft a quarterback they better have done their work to make sure that is the home run pick so right now if that is if that's the whiff for the amount of time and energy they put in the position I don't know how good the rest of the draft class is going to be. Of course, like they still do their due diligence on all their players, but right now, that's what the Steelers are putting their work into. If it comes down to it, and say Malik Willis and Kenny Pickett are already gone, do, do they go with the Desmond Ritter? Does someone jump ahead of him for Desmond Ritter? Now the Steelers are stuck with Sam Howell? Is that the guy they, they wanted all along? Like These are the questions that kind of concerned me right now for the Steelers, because how much we already think they're going to go quarterback. If they do take these players, then boy, boy, oh boy, they got to pan out. And if they don't, just look 
across the rest of this division. The Ravens are kind of primed to do something bigger for once. Uh, the Bengals are trying to get back to the Super Bowl in sec- two consecutive years. The Browns make the deal for Deshaun Watson, and the rest of their team is pre- looks pretty good, uh, considering their additions of Amari Cooper and others. This division's good. You need decent quarterback play. Even if that quarterback play is developmental pieces, like the Malik Willis or whoever they may take, if Mitch Trubisky's going to start for you for the next two years, you got to hope after those years are done, that rookie quarterback is ready to go. Whiffing on this year's draft class means the Steelers probably have to take a quarterback in the first round again within the next probably four seasons. That's just just, just the shelf life. No one's going to sit there and watch a first-round pick struggle for four years, give them their fifth-round option, or fifth-year option, and then watch them struggle all again. It's just not going to happen anymore in today's NFL, especially within a division with so much good young quarterback play that the AFC North features. The Steelers are just going to have to be a part of that cycle until they get it right. And again, it is scary to get into that trap because it is very hard to pull yourselves out of it. Heck, just look at the Browns. They spent a first overall pick on Baker Mayfield. He wasn't quite what they wanted him to be. And then they have to spend multiple first-round picks and a gigantic contract to acquire Deshaun Watson. That's what the Steelers are facing. That's really what they're up against right now is perhaps 20 years of drafting quarterbacks in the first round before getting so fed up they spend a ton of capital to get a quarterback from somewhere outside of the organization. Heck, there's nothing wrong with going outside and getting a guy that already has pro experience so you kind of know what you're going to get, but right now the Steelers are looking at the other way around. They're looking for younger players to fill out this roster to have a bright future to develop and grow together. That's great and fine. Like the Steelers have signed a ton of players this offseason within that 26 years old age range, and they are going to develop into a group with one another. But they could be wasting that group if you don't have a quarterback. In today's day and age, not having a quarterback, it, it's pretty limiting to win a Super Bowl. It's almost impossible. Even if the rest of your team is loaded, you still could have some pretty darn good quarterback play to get anything done the deeper you get into the playoffs. That's just today's NFL. You look across the rest of the draft class just past that quarterback pick. You look at the receivers. You look at the offensive line. You look at the defensive line. One of the big things that concerns me is if the Steelers whiff on another defensive line pick. Because now we're going to start seeing retirements of some of these older defensive linemen. Who knows how much longer Stefan Tewitt has left or if he even plays in 2022 as it is. Tyson Aluelo is on the final year of his deal and, what, 35 years old now? Oldest player in the team since Ben Roethlisberger retired. You kind of got to imagine this is probably going to be his last year too. And Cam Hayward, for as good as he's been, he's also in his early 30s. He's not going to play forever. If the Steelers miss on defensive line, defensive lineman picks, that's going to bite them really quick when these guys start to retire and you have to rely on these younger guys. So that is another big one that worries me. Another one is the receiving position. To, obviously, the Steelers need more receivers. They have two of NFL caliber right now. So if they were to take a receiver with more flaws that we've seen from this position group in recent years, i.e. issues with drops, that's not going to do Mitch Trubisky or anyone any favors. Like the Steelers need to find guys that are solid contributors. And they need to find guys that are good depth pieces that can step in right away. And another spot that still needs to be brought up, as annoying as it may be, is that strong safety position. Because right now, the Steelers still don't have anybody. The Steelers, sure, they need to spend their first-round pick on a quarterback. I I think all of us would think it's fair. 
And we'd go to bed not surprised if that's how it goes down NFL draft night. But if they did go strong safety, I still don't think many of us would be all that surprised as a high number two option. Because gosh darn, the Steelers do not have a starter on this team. And man oh man, it seems like they are hell-bent on not having Terrell Edmonds back because they've been in on other safeties, i.e. Kareem Jackson, and they just haven't seemed to want anything to do with Terrell Edmonds. So if Tyron Matthew doesn't work out, it looks like the Steelers are going to be starting a rookie. And if Cal Hamilton doesn't fall to 20, whoo, they could be they could be overdrafting a safety again. Of course, Steelers did that with Edmonds in 2018, someone that I think a lot of people viewed as a third-round pick, but Steelers go late first round to get him. But right now, the Steelers need to find a strong safety. And whiffing on that pick, that might completely damage this great secondary that's already starting to be put together. Of course, Minka Fitzpatrick, if he had a cover for another safety who's who's struggling, that's an issue. Now, that same position group could be eaten alive. The Steelers ask a lot of those strong safeties. If that guy struggles, Mark Andrews is going to feast on this team. Same with David Njoku. And every other team with a great tight end across this league. And there's so many of them. Not only that, but look at the Steelers' corners right now. Uh, Levi Wallace and Akilah Weatherspoon and Cam Sutton. Sure, they're, they're pretty good players, but they could still be have their lunch eaten over the top if the Steelers cannot have that deep safety that can do what make it can on the other side. That is a big issue for this team. So there's a lot of ways for this team to whiff and a lot of position groups that the Steelers need to find more talent in. Heck, we could even mention backup running back and if they end up finding another Benny Snell, which seems to be kind of what the Steelers have done with their late round draft picks at running back as of late, just meh below average players, that's just another wasted pick when you could have went out and signed a Jarek McKinnon for 750k. Why do that to yourself? Make these picks worth it. Hit on these players. A bad draft class, once again, is going to set this team back for years to come. So that thing that kind of wraps things up for the first half of our show here. Hang tight. We're going to look at the positives if the Steelers nail this draft class in the second half. So just hang tight. We'll have more live mic action in just a moment. Pittsburgh Steelers fans. Once again, you're listening to the Live Mike Podcast. My name is Michael Beck, your deputy editor behind SteelCurtain.com. And as I always say, after the break, if you like the content that you're getting here today, if you like this content and you want to talk more Steelers, more Steelers off-season talk because it's one of my bread and butters, if you want to do that, go ahead and follow me on the on the Bluebird Twitter app, at MichaelBeck56, as uh, Jeff Hartman likes to call me, Blue Check Beck. Uh, you can find me by that uh, little check mark there beside my name. Anyway, getting back into this draft talk and looking on the positive side of this coin. If the Steelers knock the ball out of the park, they hit a home run, they have another 2017 draft that that they had when they found T.J. Watt and Juju Smith-Schuster and James Conner and Cam Sutton and others in that draft class, 
I'm not I'm not asking for 1974 where they found four Hall of Famers plus another Hall of Famer and undrafted free agency. Although that would be really nice. But if the Steelers were to be able to find a legit starter, the caliber of T.J. Watt, which has kind of got to be your goal anytime you make a first-round pick, and then three other contributors and, like, solid contributors, I think all of us would be extremely happy with this class. Of course, the Steelers right now only have seven draft picks, uh, and I believe no fifth-rounder, if I'm not mistaken. Right now, like that's not a lot of capital. The Steelers typically go into the draft with like nine or ten picks because of the compensatory selections. Right now, they don't have that. They didn't get as many as we were hoping for earlier in the year, and with uh, some injuries to Bud Dupree in Tennessee, they didn't get those picks out of the Titans either. But heck, looking to next year, the amount of players the Steelers have already signed, they're not going to have any compensatory selections coming back their way next year. As in zilch, they at least got two in 2022. So one of the things that the Steelers are going to have to do the next couple of years is hit on the picks they got because that's all they got. And to go back to the quarterback talk, I know it's kind of like beating a dead horse at this point, but you hit on that pick. You get your next franchise guy. And look how many years the Steelers were contenders under Ben Roethlisberger. All 18 of those years, even at the end, you thought, maybe the Steelers could do something. Maybe they could make some noise. And heck, the killer beers, you thought they were going to win the Super Bowl and had good chance to do so each and every year. If it wasn't for injury or some guy named Tom Brady, Steelers probably have two or three more rings in their trophy case. And I'm not just saying that. I truly believe that. And I think a lot of fans that look at this team over the last, what, decade probably would agree with you too. They've just kind of been shot in the foot at the wrong times. But if you find that quarterback... You keep yourself in that conversation. The rest of your team doesn't necessarily even have to be as good. If you find that quarterback, then all of a sudden you're kicking some serious butt with the rest of your team. You have that rookie on that rookie deal, which is basically everything you cover right now because you could load up the rest of your roster and not be paying that quarterback an arm and a leg, taking up 50%, it feels like, of your cap. That is huge. You find that player, he's good, you get him on the field, boom, you're off to the races. And I don't want to spend a ton of time talking about quarterbacks because we all know in today's day and age, you have a good one, you have a legit shot at hoisting a trophy. So that's all I'm going to say about that. Now, if the Steelers are able to use some of their other picks to, to land some dudes, which, again, that's what they need. They need some more dogs on this roster. And like I mentioned in the first half, they need a strong safety, they need a receiver at minimum, and they probably also need a defensive lineman, uh, someone that can uh, step in once we see some of these older guys start to retire. The Steelers can do that. Hey, I'm clapping my hands because this team is going to be in a good place for years to come if they can nail those picks. Finding a starting safety, that's going to be easier said than done. Sure, there's Jaquan Brisker, Lewis Sign coming out. I, I, I don't love them as prospects as much as some people do. I definitely don't think they're first rounders. Maybe if you get one of them at 52, like that's nice. Maybe they could develop into something. I I personally wouldn't want to start them right away. Maybe you go out in that free agent market and try to find someone if you don't want Terrell Edmonds, just someone that can start the few games of the season and let them try to develop before stepping in. Hopefully they take off from there so you don't rush them onto the field, but that's one of the things. You need a strong safety. Steelers also need a wide receiver three and, and likely a wide receiver four, if we're being honest here too. 
at wide receiver three, the Steelers, if they can go out, draft someone who is capable of stepping in right away, pushing Chase Claypool, pushing Deontay Johnson, catching the ball with consistency, high-pointing the football, whatever their, their niche of their game is, whatever it is, they just got to be successful at it. Like the Steelers, I think they're expecting so much more out of Johnson and Claypool. Yes, Deontay was a pro bowler last year, but yes, he still had problems with drops. And Chase Claypool had that amazing rookie season, but then kind of took a big step back in his sophomore year. Sure, they could bounce back, but you need receivers that can ball out. Just look at the dang Cincinnati Bengals. Look at that receiving core, and that should tell you everything you need for your own team's receiving core. The Steelers need at least three. At least three solid contributors. And right now, it feels like the Steelers probably go some sort of quarterback, safety, and receiver with their first three picks. And if they don't do that, I feel like they're they're going to be missing something probably considerable on this team. They know that. Unless they sign someone before the draft, I, I fully anticipate within the first two days of the draft, that's what they're walking away from the draft with. And heck, there could still be a trade-up. And that's one of the things I wanted to bring up too. If the Steelers traded up and didn't have as much capital in this year's draft left, say they only had four picks, but if they hit on all four picks, I wouldn't care. If the Steelers were to trade back, acquire more picks, and find eight solid starters, heck yeah, power to them. If they trade up and they're left with three picks and they find three Hall of Famers, all people are ever going to talk about is they found three Hall of Famers in one draft class. Not that they only had three picks. It's just hitting on those picks. If a draft class only has three Hall of Famers when all is said and done, if you drafted all of them, no one's going to care who else was picked. They're, they're going to look at you and be like, wow, they smashed that year out of the park. So if the Steelers are going to make moves, make them count. Like right now, it looks like the Devin Bush trade-up doesn't look as good as it did before he tore his ACL. It's just one of those things. If you're going to move capital, make sure you are knocking it out of the park. It is well-researched and well-thought-out and well-done. The Steelers have swung and missed at times. Sure, they have time to redemption in the terms of Devin Bush. But if you're going to go up, hit on that pick and hit on the rest of the picks of your draft class. Heck, there is still another kind of scenario where the Steelers use their 20th pick and then kind of do what the Ravens did when they took Lamar Jackson, trade back into the first round and use that pick to get someone else with another fifth-year option under their belt. Heck, you could walk away with a starting safety if somehow Kyle Hamilton drops and a quarterback. Two for one in the first round. I think we'd all be partying in the streets if the Steelers were to figure that out and they were to both hit. That would be absolute big-time pandemonium, for me at least, if they're able to pull that off. So if they're thinking trade, think big, hit those picks, do not mess those up, because those are the ones that could seriously set you back. You whiff on those picks. It's not like whiffing on one pick. If you trade multiple firsts, it's like you whiffed on multiple firsts. There's a lot of pressure to move up and do things properly. That's what the Steelers got to do if that's what they have their mind on. Outside of that, other positive things that the Steelers could do that could really help this team in the long term, use one of their late round picks on a running back that is a legit number two to Najee Harris. Someone that can actually start a game. Someone that can spell him off. Someone that can do a little bit of everything maybe. Or just be a speed back or a power back, but be good at it. 
That's what the Steelers are missing. Anthony McFarlane wasn't good enough to play in every game last year. He was supposed to be the speed back. Benny Snell, sure, he's been the number two, but at times he has absolutely no consistency and struggles mightily. Even when he's viewed as the power guy, there's times he can't even get across the goal line on four straight carries on the inch line. It's just frustrating. And Kalen Bellage, sure, it was a nice little cheap signing at the end of free agency last year, but he didn't really amount to all that much. Just look at what the Chiefs did with Jarek McKinnon. Another late free agency guy during the season, guys, as a matter of fact. They brought him in for almost nothing, and he was a stud. He wasn't their number one running back. So, to to me, the Steelers still need to go out, find a number two that can run with Najee Harris. Make this pick count for once, please, and thank you. Some other things the Steelers can do, of course, is add to their uh, their corner depth. Heck, the Steelers could legitimately do that with their first-round pick. Find that number two uh, option on the defensive line that's better than Loudermilk or uh, Chris Warmly or who have you on that very deep defensive line front. Heck, add to the offensive line as well. If a Tyler Linderbaum were to fall like a Creed Humphrey did a year ago, heck, that could be one of the best number two picks that you could absolutely ask for. And, and you run that card up if somehow that happens. I don't care who they signed previous. If you had the opportunity to get that player in the second round, you do that. It's just one of those things. I need the Steelers here to hit on their picks. And if they hit on picks at positions they already have, some talented players, that's fine. It's better to have good players at spots you don't need than to have bad players at spots you do need, if that makes sense. If you have bad players at those spots you need, then you're still going to be going out looking to spend more money there. And if you have good young players behind good older players, you can move on from the older players and get some youthfulness and some more health to step in behind, or extremely good depth at the very least. So by all means, there's a ton of different avenues the Pittsburgh Steelers can traverse this draft. They could be successful and win a ton of games in the future here. They could find a franchise quarterback. They can find a, a number one receiver for that quarterback. They, they could find, heck, a new defensive standout captain to, that could line up opposite of T.J. Watt or opposite of Micah Fitzpatrick. That's what they need to do. That's what has to be done this draft. They need to find the studs more so than ever. And that's the theme to every draft, but in a year like this where you need a quarterback, you need a strong safety, you need a receiver, you need better depth on both your lines, you need better depth at corner, you need to hit on your picks. That is the name of the game. And if the guy you wanted is gone, don't just take his position because you wanted a quarterback in the first round. Take the best dang player you possibly can. That's going to do it for my rant on that topic, but I want to thank each and every one of you for tuning in to today's edition of the Live Mic, and I need to remind each and every one of you to click over to BehindTheSteelCurtain.com, should be your one-stop shop for all things Pittsburgh Steelers. With all that being said, too, make sure you're liking five stars, subscribe, what have you, to our podcast platform, wherever you may be listening to this right now. Uh, Leave a comment, whatever it is, it helps to support our show and get you more great content that you love from all the great content creators that you love over behind the steel curtain, including Jeff Hartman, Dave Schofield, Brian Anthony Davis, uh, Jeffrey Benedict, Shannon White, the Aussies, you name it. There's just so many content creators from behind the steel curtain wanting to make great content for you. And the way you can support us best is by hitting that like button, five star subscribe comment, what have you. 
Once again, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for tuning into this week's edition of the Live Mike. Uh, can't wait to talk to you again next week as we are extremely close to the draft at that point. So once again, thank you for tuning in, and we'll catch you then. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.